वेलकम बैक टू द प्रगति पॉडकास्ट वो योर होस्ट हमसनी हरिहरन एंड पवन श्रीनाथ फर्स्ट ऑफ विशिंग ऑल आर लिस्नर्स हैप्पी दिवाली वी होप दैट यू हैव रिकवर्ड फ्रॉम लास्ट वीक्स पार्टी एंड हैव सेटल्ड इनटू योर रूटीन्स अगेन वी आल्सो होप दैट यू हैव लंग्स हैव रिकवर्ड टू This Diwali we also saw the light and decided to change. From now onwards the Pragati podcast will get going every week as Pavana and I try to navigate through policy, politics and economics in India. So from now on we'll be in your inbox, your podcast app and everywhere else four times a month instead of just two. Every week we'll focus on one topic from terrorism to Trump to stormwater drains and dive in deep. We'll continue to host experts and scholars from different fields as well as get our colleagues from the Takshashila Institution to come in and comment on important public affairs. Once a month we'll round up the news and analysis that you might have missed and give you our take. And of course we'll have a few special segments like the cheat sheet where we showcase different ways in which public money is being misused. So Pawan I just came back to Bangalore after a long break and I realized how much I miss this city. What's your favorite thing about Bangalore? The thing I miss the most is the past. This glorious past of Bangalore where the weather was better, where the people seemed happier and most importantly I think the traffic was lesser. There was less congestion everywhere. So if I ask you the worst thing about Bangalore, then you'd say the traffic. Sure. Yeah, it's something that I get stuck in every day. It's something that I got stuck in on the way to this podcast. Yeah, Pawan, I think everyone who's lived in Bangalore at some point in time, whether it's two days or two decades, has complained about traffic at one point in time. And traffic is a problem not only in Bangalore but cities across India. And we all know things that could be done better. We know that better roads need to be built. We know that we have to up our public service systems, our public transport systems. What else can we do? I think the single biggest trick that we are missing right now in India is paying for parking on Indian roads and specifically I mean paying for parking on the road side. But why do you even need to pay for parking? That's a counterintuitive idea to me. So first actually there is a moral case for uh, paying for parking and then I'll come to the instrumental reason as to how it can reduce traffic. The moral reason is that first all land belongs to someone and all land has multiple uses. right so uh say you park a car on the road uh, on the side of the road that land belongs to the government typically belongs to your city municipality but it's being used for nothing other than keeping that car in that area right so there's a huge opportunity cost involved imagine that you have a busy city road with two lanes on either side and imagine that one lane of the two lanes is taken up by parking right this is true of so yeah, many yeah. Uh, roads in uh, india Now instead of having that lane of parking you could have actually just given it away to the buildings and have them build any number of floors over there rather than give them for parking right as the primary function of a road is for moving vehicles right the property right you have when you're a car user or a vehicle user is that you own that space you have a monopoly over the space which your vehicles on and some amount of space in the front and the back but the condition is that you need to be moving So all the space that is given away for parking is actually the transfer of public wealth from the state to the richer half of the population. Now, 
car owners are definitely what in the top 10%, 5% of yeah. all cities. Yeah. Right? So you're taking all this public money. I mean, the, la- the land in a city is so expensive. So we're talking um, even rental costs, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about 60 to about 200 rupees uh, per square foot per month. Okay, that's the cost of uh, rent for commercial real estate in busy roads. And you're saying we should price parking at the same level? It should be at least at that level. Otherwise, you are incurring a notional loss. Uh, The state, the society is incurring a notional loss if it's priced a little below that. Well, currently, I think at any place, if you go in Bangalore or maybe around uh, cities in India, you get paid parking for what, 10 rupees? Yeah, some some ridiculous number, even for uh, scooters, they charge five rupees an hour, some number like that. But you know, that really doesn't solve anyone's problem. So the way parking is seen in India, and this is, I think, the resistance to paid parking, Hmm. uh, is that, you know, you have some local thug of some sort who's enforcing parking, that money is never reaching the municipality. There's an arrangement there. And, um, you know, sometimes you don't even know whether this is free parking or paid. Somebody gives you a little slip of paper. The whole thing is murky and really doesn't help anyone. The second thing happens in the name of parking in Indian cities is cities come up with big plans to put multi-level parking, you know, near a bus stand or somewhere else. It makes sense for a bus stand. But for a city-wide parking solution, uh, just above-ground and underground parking is not enough. So, wait, Pavan, whenever we talk about um, parking, right, I think, okay, so a city has this many cars, so we have a capacity problem, and multi-level parking would solve that problem, uh, particularly on commercial streets. Isn't that right? So, let's break this down. First, why are people buying and using cars so much? Because it's really, really cheap to do so. Yes. Um, imagine the scenario, okay? Imagine that uh, in the middle of Bangalore at a place like MG Road or, um, I don't know, in Delhi somewhere near Connaught Place or Khan Market, you had to pay 100 or 200 rupees an hour to hmm. park your car, okay? Hmm. So now say you have a 5 or 10 kilometer journey and you have any number of options to travel them by, right? Uh, say you take your own car, the cost right now is the cost of fuel and hmm. nothing else. Yeah. But the moment you add 200 rupees an hour, even an evening becomes very expensive. Hmm. You know, the bill rivals like half of your meal. Hmm. Uh, But so therefore, you're incentivized to at least take a cab. And even an Uber or an Ola cab is better than having a car parked because that Uber cab is always moving. It's always in use. So it's not contributing to the congestion of the city as much. So the idea is that if you start pricing parking, Price has a very interesting quality. It's beyond just giving you an incentive. Hmm. One, that it does that. Hmm. Second, it sends a signal. So currently, there is no signal that is coming to all industries, businesses, others in Bangalore that parking is in short supply. I know that this sounds weird because all of us know there's not enough parking. But the market doesn't send you that signal. Let me walk you through this. So, supposing we start paying through our nose for curbside parking. And it makes sense, right? You're in the middle of any city's central business district. You go abroad, middle of Chicago, middle of New York, you're paying $50 an hour, $100 an hour and numbers like that. Mm -hmm. And frankly, real estate prices in a city like Bangalore or a city like Mumbai are... On par with... uh, They're comparable. So, um, the moment you charge curbside parking at that high level... Hmm. There are incentives for people to say, demolish a building and just build a parking lot. Hmm. Hmm. So this whole business of state-built 
parking lots hmm. and then they run into their own inefficiencies they don't know where to locate them they haven't done enough of a market study there are all kinds of problems yeah, yeah, yeah. allow the private sector to do that it's not easy hmm. it still takes time and so on but the moment somebody does a multi level parking they can charge lower than the curbside parking typically world around hmm. uh, multi story parking because it involves more effort right you have to go down walk up there are transaction costs involved so people charge half the number quarter the number so your solution uh, gets created so we actually generate enough parking spaces in the city so wait pawan what you're saying is twofold essentially you're saying ban parking on any public street and give rights to that allocation of parking to private players uh no not quite uh the idea is i want price on every single curbside parking all right okay no more free parking hmm. and then you just allow the markets to function so suppose i have an independent house in one of the nice areas of bangalore and i have two cars and i park one car inside so i can't park the smaller car in the curb right outside my own house yeah you don't own the land in front of your house i mean that's see this is this will be a big impediment to paying for parking in the country because people have a huge endowment effect Hmm. so you you're already given this richard thaler the nobel uh, prize winning economist won the nobel in part for the endowment effect hmm. it's something's given you something for free all your life suddenly someone asks you to pay for it uh, from tomorrow and you're angry hmm. you're like i mean you feel that it's a violation of your rights hmm. you feel that someone's taking away what's yours somebody is making some scheme to make money all kinds of demons that get floated but you don't own that land in front of your house and why should you a rich car owner you have two cars why should the state give you a subsidy to park your car outside you own the land in your apartment or in your individual house you can park inside all you want hmm. everything else is not kosher all right this is hard to hear but i will take it maybe one way to start would be to uh ease people in would be to start with commercial streets right you have designated commercial streets and that would be a good place to start paid parking at a very high level because these are often the most congested streets in any city sure but i think i'm a little biased towards city wide solutions i think uh, paying for parking should be a part of culture not the special thing that you do in one area Hmm. So I am an advocate for uh, paying for parking across the city whenever you park on any public land. Because I mean look at what's happening in Bangalore the big roads are getting congested so people are uh, moving traffic to the smaller roads. Hmm. That's a pain because the smaller roads are filled with uh, vehicles too. <laughs> Potholes too and also vehicles even more than sometimes the big roads. I really like what Delhi is doing with its new proposed parking policy where they want uh, car owners to pay for their car even at night if they're parking their car on a road near their house hmm. they're supposed to park pay for that too. Wow. Okay, so I was actually going through the proposed policy as well and i think uh, one of the important things that they pointed out is that the amount of space that you need to park a car to the actual space occupied by the car as well as the amount that you need to move it in and out is about 23 square kilometers um and ironically how much the delhi government allocates for a poor family either land or apartments or something is 25 square kilometers so they were <laughs> saying in effect the delhi government provides more for parking than it does for housing for poor people right which is an interesting way to uh, look at parking yes so 
one, I think we need to realize that most Western countries and other countries are solving second generation congestion problems, where the first generation, if I can call it that, was just good roads, good pavements, good public transport and paid parking. Okay. Hmm. That was by and large the solution for congestion and of course, good city planning, all of that. The second generation was, this was not enough. Hmm. So that's where sort of the market came in over the last 10 years and started with Uber and Ola and others. We were trying to radically change car ownership and the incentives for it. Hmm. A car sits idle for 90, 95% of the time, sitting in your garage. And uh, the idea is that an Uber cab or someone else, the use effectiveness or the efficiency can be as high as 50% or Mm -hmm. 40%. Yeah, yeah. Right. So there's that game being played and there are new things that are happening. People mm-hmm. are playing with uh, congestion-based parking in London. People are looking at pollution-based parking. You know, say today the air quality is weaker. Mm-hmm. You have to pay more to use your car. Right? You, we can get there. Yeah. But in India, we first need to start paying for parking. That itself will start solving some of the problems. Mm-hmm. And probably it will also give us the money needed for investing into... Uh, better public transport and so on. Hmm. And then we can move on to other things. Do you think um, what Arvind Kejriwal started with um, the odd even rule immediately showed the effects of what would happen if uh, so many cars were off the street, right? Yeah, I think odd even was a missed opportunity. Uh, I think paid parking could have been done then. Hmm. But I would say I'm glad that the Delhi government's at least thinking of this now. Uh, it's easy to be stubborn and stuck to one idea. I think we need to give them credit for changing their minds and trying something like parking. Okay, Pavan, but I don't understand the mechanisms of paid parking. How do you arrive at a price of a parking a slot, for example? Okay, so let's assume that you want to recover the opportunity cost. Okay, so that's one way of going about this. Hmm. And... Uh, so, like I said, commercial rental office space in the country uh, costs about 60 to 200 rupees per square foot per month. That's the rent you would pay. Hmm. That means that for a 1,000 square foot small office, you're paying hmm. 60,000 rupees a month as rent. Okay? Right. Commercial yeah, rents yeah, usually yeah. come in that kind of a number. Now, a regulation parking lot for a car is about 12.5 square meters, okay. about 130 something square feet. Hmm. Right? So, it turns out that, you know, assume that Six to eight hours a day, cars will be parked in that area over a month. Mm. So you get to an interesting number. The per square foot per month rental charge that you pay Mm. should be the base price of the hourly rate that you charge for that parking lot. I mean, the math adds up. And so that means that we should be at least charging 60 rupees per hour for a car in most places in the city. And that can go as high as 200 rupees an hour or even more. Okay. This is to recover the opportunity cost. You know, we are assuming all kinds of things like the cost of collection will be uh, zero and so on. (laughs) And this is, of course, an ideal number. So this (laughs) is one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is from the demand side. (laughs) You know, parking in India is such a hassle, right? You never get the spot that you want. So basically what you're seeing is a congestion problem. There are too many people who want to park, not enough availability. (laughs) An ideal price for parking (laughs) is when you have about one in five or one in six car slots Hmm. open. Okay, so you want to price it at the right amount Hmm. such that you have about 85% occupancy. Okay. What this means is when you get to that parking area, Hmm. you can find an open spot very quickly. So it's efficient. 
All right. Okay. So, I mean, there's the jokes from Seinfeld where they go all around town mm-hmm, uh, just mm-hmm. trying to find a space to park and then never get to and so on, right? So, a lot of times this happens. You want to go, you want, you don't want to break the law, but there's just not enough space around. So, if you price it sufficiently, hmm. over a long term, people will uh, develop their own behavior and not use their car and so on. Yeah. But when you're willing to pay the price, hmm. you should be able to get a spot within no time. Okay, so this is the second way. Okay. But as far as Indian cities are concerned, I am happy with any paid parking solution Hmm. where the payment is sufficiently painful. Okay. (laughs) So if you're a car owner, if it's as low as say 10 rupees an hour, I think it's hokum. Because hmm. on that trip, whatever shopping, food, anything else that you do, you'll be spending so much more hmm. that this doesn't pinch you at all. So I think at any reasonable rates of parking, I think I'm okay with. But I'm curious, Pavan, where will all this money go to? Whose pockets? So it will go to the local government's pocket. So which, the municipal corporations? Yes. Um, so that's a good thing in general because local governments in India don't have much by the way of uh, local finances. Mm. They depend on the patronage of the state government or the central government. Mm. You know, even for the smart cities mission or Amrut or JN and URM, mm. they have to put on a show and dance for <laughs> the powers that be. So I think it's great that there's a local source. Mm. I think interesting things can be done with the money. For example, having a big chunk of that money go back to the ward Hmm. to the local area ward hmm. uh, is a great thing because again you tie in incentives a person can use the parking in that area to invest in the same area hmm. that's something that can be done uh, so what you're saying is paid parking could let us reinvest in our cities absolutely i mean our investment rate in cities is abysmal hmm. i mean we call them the engines of growth but they didn't we don't provide fuel we don't provide an exhaust we don't do anything properly <laughs> all right okay all of this put how do we start implementing it? Like, as you said, I'm very opposed to the idea of giving up what I thought was mine, right? The endowment effect. How do I, uh, how do we start implementing a paid parking policy when it requires a change in norms? So I think, um, one, it's good that multiple cities are finally talking about it and trying it I think Delhi actually doing this is great mm. there are, the risk is people will say we'll put out this policy they even put out some draft policy and then do nothing about it mm. Pune was talking about it early in 2016 uh, my colleague Siddharth Gore also wrote a policy brief on how to implement it well mm. no news of it since Okay, Bangalore's talking about something who knows what's going to happen in a few mm-hmm. months but uh, I think a good way to start is go citywide, hmm. maybe have phases in implementation, say first we will do the central business district and second somewhere else. Hmm. But the way to implement it is you take a large area hmm. and you ask for bids to collect parking from those areas. Hmm. Okay, So put your parking pricing policy up front hmm. and then allow private parties to bid for the right to charge for parking in that area. Hmm. Uh, this is the way in which good public advertising is done as well. Because the, so? the problem is illegal parking, illegal holdings, you know, mm-hmm. in either fields. So you allow this private player, once they have a domain, right? Hmm. You have the area of Koramangla belongs to someone. Hmm. Uh, it's their job to enforce the parking. Hmm. And they have the incentive to do so because if they allow people to leave, then they don't collect the revenues. Yeah. And this will avoid this local gunda who will collect 
who will have a racket. It'll avoid such problems. And it'll also stop burdening your poor traffic policeman who already has enough on his plate to worry about. Right. The job of towing should not belong to the traffic police. That's this weird <laughs> thing that happens in India. Yeah. Usually it's done by private parties. Yeah. And then you go pay through your nose mm-hmm. to get that thing back. Yeah. So that means that each vendor or each... Um, Private participant in different parts of the city can come up with their own technologies to prevent this. Someone can use a clamp, someone can use something else, and then you can go on. Of course, there should be some parts of this technology platform that should be common. Uh, You need one system after all, Mm -hmm. and you should be able to say, have things linked to your smartphone today. Maybe you can book a spot. I mean, there are conversations like this that are happening, Mm -hmm. but it's important to ensure that nobody is excluded in this conversation. Mm -hmm. And over there, let as many experiments come in. We'll see what works best. Currently, let's just start paying for parking. Pawan, you have my support for paid parking. Mostly because I don't have a driving license or own a wig. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll take your leave, but only for a week this time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pragati Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please send it to us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter as at H and Pawan as at did. You can subscribe to the Pragati Podcast on the IVM Podcast app or any other app that you prefer. And of course, do check out more analysis and views on thinkpragati.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. We'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.